Hello everyone, this is Rita Almeida and this is my podcast. To be very honest with you, I really gave it a thought on how to start this podcast and why I wanted to do it. And yeah, I trained this. Hi, my name is Rita Almeida and this is my podcast many, many times. <laughs> um, the name of the podcast is In Between Boxes, as you um as you must have seen in the in the image of the podcast, in the cover of the podcast. And the title is directly related um, with the reason why I decided to do this and why uh, I'm particularly interested in like choices that people make in life and also in their professional careers. Um, so between boxes, right? And maybe when you read the cover of the podcast, you you uh, thought about why I chose this uh, title and you made or you draw your own conclusions about it. Let me explain. Um, I think that uh, not only when I was young, but also nowadays, I see a lot of my friends and even myself being told what to do, when to do it, and that the right way of doing things is to uh, go to school, have good grades, know exactly what you want to do, and go to secondary school where you, uh, when you're like 15, you need to decide what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And uh, then when you're 18, you need to decide uh, which bachelor you want to pursue, all of that. And that's very stressful, right? Um, that's very stressful because you're told that whatever you do and decide back then um, is shaping your life, right? So it's putting you into a box, right? And to be very, very, very honest with you, I don't believe that. I think that uh, you're free to do whatever you want with your life at your own pace, right? And I think that the beautiful uh, thing in life is that you have that freedom and you can choose to be in between boxes and some of the most interesting people I've known in life are the ones that are in between boxes um, don't get me wrong I have a lot of friends that are like considered high performers working for super cool companies those people are super super interesting um, but uh, the more the most yeah the most interesting thing about them is what they do in between uh, what are they interested about uh, what were the like the paths that led them to, um, to to where they are now um and the idea of making this podcast um, came uh, a long time ago, maybe when this all coronavirus thing started almost a year ago. But uh, I felt I was procrastinating a lot, and and I also felt that I needed I needed I needed an angle uh, right to the podcast for it to be. I don't know, interesting for me, relevant for whoever decides to listen to this. Um, so yeah, I, I really needed to, to, to have some time to mature my, my ideas and, um, who knows me knows that I was always very interested in, um, I don't know, in profession, in 
the, like the professional decisions that people make. I tried coaching with some of my friends. And um, long story short, I think that I'm that friend that uh, people come to to discuss, oh, what am I doing next? What do you think, etc. And I always love to be that friend. I always love to... Um, to think about like what people uh, can do next, uh, how should should they apply to uh, to jobs, or how to, they should shape their CV, LinkedIn, etc. And um, the idea of uh, in between boxes and this angle that I want to give to to my to my podcast that I will elaborate more <laughs> as as we go through it, but. It came, um, uh, it was like January, I would say, January 2020, uh, 2021, sorry, when um, my dear sister, Inesh, uh, Inesh, if you're listening to this, this is for you. <laughs> um, uh, when Inesh, uh, she's um, finishing her bachelor at the moment. And so she's really in that moment in which uh, she feels a lot of pressure to decide, okay, what am I doing? Now it's... Now life is getting real, right? So um, uh, w how is it like to be an adult, let's say? And um, and she needs to have, uh, in her bachelor, she needs to have kind of a, like a, an internship to be able to, to finish it. And... Um, and just for your information, she's studying like marketing, marketing and international business, um, which is a very wide area, right? So a lot of things uh, or a lot of opportunities out there. Um, but the question is that um, she was uh, looking for this internship, um, especially in this moment in which uh, COVID is hitting all of us. It's 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 particularly difficult, right? So she sent uh, she sent a bunch of CVs, she sent a bunch of uh, emails, etc. But no one was replying. No one was replying. And um, and she was get ve getting very, very stressed about it, thinking, oh, I'm not going to do it. I spent three years of my life studying, etc. And I'm, it's leading nowhere. And that was the moment in which I understood uh, the angle that I wanted to give to my podcast. Um, it was really about uh, setting expectations and opening doors and opening minds for the fact that yeah it happens to all of us um it's not it's not linear that you get a bachelor and that you will get something uh handed to you right away right like life uh, teaches you in different ways um so it's very important that you consider that even if you do a bachelor in uh, marketing and international business maybe there's other stuff that you can consider doing or other uh, things that you would like to do that um, yeah that that are not shaped by the bachelor that you choose to have um and this is just an example um I had this uh, this really funny, or I had a lot of conversations with her about, look, don't stress, uh, you will find something, you just need to give it some time. Um, but she was always like, no, uh, maybe I'm not going to do it, no one replies, etc. Super, super stressed. And don't worry, guys, she made it. She's uh, actually intern, uh, being an intern now at a super cool agency, so it's, it's, it's super cool. But... Yeah, I really saw in her uh, like this stress um, that um, 
kids in our age, so kids in our age that are just finishing their bachelors, or even people that that are already working, they are always worried about the next step and uh, if if they are doing what they should in the 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 pace that they should, and. Yeah, I just want to talk about it, uh, make it visible for everyone that there's always uh, the in-between boxes. And that's also fine. That's also, it, it's cool. I, I I would say that is even cooler than in like being inside a box, you know? Mm, yeah, so it all started uh, because of my sister. Um, and I decided to um, have this Between Boxes podcast um to have uh yeah to have these uh, real conversations and candid conversations about um career life choices etc so that we move away from this idea that all of us have a like a a life that is very linear that is like a straight line because there's a lot going on um in between in between the lines and in between the boxes and um, I know this myself because uh, because I'm actually in in between boxes, I would say, in all the decisions that I made in my life and um, and what I studied for my bachelor and then what I pursue from my master, etc. Uh, so yeah, uh, this um, now that I kind of gave you uh, an idea of why uh, I've created a podcast, I think that it's it's worth talking a bit about myself. So yeah, so I'm Rita, as I said in the beginning of the the podcast, and um, I'm proudly Portuguese. Uh, so <laughs> everyone that knows me knows that I'm very very proud of where I come from. Uh, this is something that really defines me, and. Um, and look, like all my life, I knew what I wanted to do. Uh, it's it's really funny. Uh, so since I was uh, young, I was very, very good at like writing and all of that since like primary school. It was really, really a pleasure for me. Um, and uh, thereby I always thought that I wanted to be a journalist. I really wanted to like write for a living. It's It's really, really interesting. Um, because yeah, there was nothing, there's no, there was nothing else that I wanted to do apart. Like uh, when I was five, I don't know, I want to be, I wanted to be a doctor or a, a trainer for dolphins or all of that. But well, I guess that, uh, everyone, everyone had those, those funny things that they wanted to, to do when they were five. But since I can like, remember like six, seven years old, I, I wanted to be a journalist and I grew, I, I grew up with with this dream, uh, right? So, like during um, primary school, then secondary school, um, I I chose that path for myself. So, I in secondary school, I I did uh, what we call like I, I don't know the right translation, but I would say like humanities, where you study like languages. While all my friends went to to like they they were studying like sciences and all of that. And um, 
uh, when when uh, I was like uh, 15 and I needed to choose, okay, should I should I go for humanities or for sciences? I remember some of my teachers telling me, um, yeah, you you're you're such a, a good student. You should you should do something in sciences, be a doctor or anything. And I was like, look. <laughs> Back then, I was already very, uh, very, very sure of what I wanted to do, and I was like, "No, that's not for me. I really want to 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 go for humanities," and that's what I did. So three years of uh, of studying like uh, history and uh, geography, all of that, and um, and yeah, after those three years, I I I applied uh, for a bachelor um, in communication sciences. And of course, that that was the logical step for someone that that wants uh, that that wanted to 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 uh, be um, a journalist. Uh, super cool. I liked. I I I enjoyed communication sciences very much, to be honest. Not because I felt it was very practical, or because it, I I felt it gave me um, it gave me any like practical tools to to do whatever I wanted to do next, but because. It helped me to shape the way I think. If um, if I would uh, if I would define the the communication sciences uh, bachelor in one in, in in one sentence, it would be this one that it is it it gave me a lot of um, general knowledge and it helped me like to structure the way I think. And yeah, and th and that's <laughs> that's what I got from 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 my bachelor. Um, Back back in in the bachelor, I did uh, so two majors: one in um, journalism, of course, and uh, another one. I decided to go for a second one in um, strategic communication. And um, during those three years, what I realized was that after all, um, and even after all those years of thinking, no, I want to be a journalist. I want to be on TV. I want to be on on the radio. I want to write for 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 a newspaper, etc. I realized that um, I would be more interested, after all, in uh, doing something more strategic um, and somehow more business related. Long story short, I wanted to uh, do something with my life that that I could measure the success on, um, and of course, that uh, from from a, if if I would be a journalist, there's some 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 metrics of success ap uh, applicable to that. But um, but yeah, I wanted something more strategic, more business related, and yeah, that's that's why I I enjoyed much more uh, the. Um, I enjoyed much more the major or the the courses that I had for strategic communication. Um, it was interesting. Yeah, I think that this was the first time in which, uh, once again, I understood that it was not a straight line and that our lives are not straight lines. That you can um, have these uh, these questions uh, about what you want to do and about yourself. And it's to be very honest with you, I think it's it's. It needs to be logical. I'm a very logical person, but it also you also need to have some gut feeling about what is the right thing for you to do. Even if people tell you no, um, you're so talented or whatever, right? You will have to deal with yourself for such a long period of your life, right? It's only you and yourself, um, and it's it's you with your mind. Of course, that you have a lot of friends and a lot of family, boyfriends, etc. But 
in the end, you need to be like uh, in peace with yourself and with your choices. So yeah, just follow your gut feeling. And that's what I did. I, um, so I did this, uh, I, I liked like this, this major in strategic communication very much. And I understood, okay, I want to do something related with marketing, right? And, um, <laughs> and then I decided, okay, uh, or I, I, I came to the end of my bachelor and I was like, okay, uh, now what? A bit like my sister in age. I was like, okay, now what? Uh, so I have this bachelor and now what? Uh, right. And, um, and uh, I thought, okay, I need to get myself uncomfortable because if I, if I get myself into a, a, a master um, that is like focused in marketing, that, that could work, right? But I want to learn more um, of something that I don't know that much about. And I also want to improve my, let's say, my uh logical thinking uh, my maths capacity etc <laughs> which was uh, clearly an handicap for me and this is why i decided to apply for uh the masters in management uh in lisbon still um and i went for them also i i applied for the master in management at nova uh, school of business and economics and um it was like in, uh, I think it was like March or April uh, twen uh, 2013. And um, yeah, it, I, I got accepted to start in September. And uh, on that summer of the fi like finishing my bachelor to start my, my master, I, did an, I still did an internship in a PR, PR agency. And don't get me wrong, it was super cool because I understood how things were done in, in PR agencies, how does it work, and it was actually my first experience in terms of uh, how how should I behave on, on like a business context, right? So that's that's very important. Um, but yeah, it was it was really the reassurance that yeah, I want to do something else. I want to work more uh, in the business part of things and and not so much in communication itself um yeah so then september came i, I went to nova uh <laughs> school of business and economics and guys i must tell you i was uh i was so scared because literally um i was having all these courses of like statistics and finance and all of that <laughs> that uh yeah that i i, I I didn't know anything about right so imagine i was sitting in the finance classes and they were um of course explaining things and etc and i was like okay i have no idea what you're what what they're talking about so i i needed to study much more and i needed to to really 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 put a lot of efforts and in, in doing those and and doing it successfully uh but uh, apart like from statistics and finance, which I was a bit clueless about, all of the other courses were were a good challenge, you know, something that I uh, like from from that I that I still apply on my life today. And that's really interesting, right? Because it was the first time that I felt, okay, this is something practical that, can, that I can really apply. And I think that for the first time, I was in between boxes. Uh, somehow you know because it's it's really interesting to think that a girl that uh like we, without any management background right and without um without this uh 
let's say, math knowledge and logical knowledge. Let, uh, let's assume that, that, of course. But that I, I landed there. And I landed in the master in management. And, um, and uh, yeah, I was sitting with people that uh, did their bachelors in finance or economics or, or management. And I always say this, but I, the more I live, the more I think this is, this is important, which is someone with a different background sees things in, in, in a much more rich and different way than someone that only did, like, for example, management, uh, management or economics, economics, because we have the capacity to, um, to really, uh, to really, um, to really um, see through things, you know, and see uh, uh, or or bring another perspective to the to the conversation, and that was really the the way I felt I I could differentiate myself on on that master that had like uh, hundreds of people. Yeah, so in the masters in in management in Nova. I, I chose also to do my major in marketing. So I had uh, super cool uh, courses like m uh, marketing research or sales management, etc. cetera. <coughs> uh, yeah, so in the master's in management uh, in Nova, I decided to go for a major uh, in marketing. And I really um, had super cool courses like, for example, marketing research, uh, sales, uh, retailing, management, etc., and um, yeah, I really felt that it gave me a lot of tools and a lot of confidence to um, to approach the the job market in a different way. Um, uh, so yeah, the, the master was for a year and a half, um, and uh, like with with one of the semesters being the thesis. And um, I started applying uh, for like my first real job in like May 2014, uh, yeah, 2014, uh, 2014, yeah, uh, 2014. And um, and yeah, it, once again, I got myself a bit uh, in between boxes because um, I felt that uh, we were very, at, at, at uni, we were very like, uh, I wouldn't say pressured, but uh, directed to, let's say, FMCG companies or consulting or auditing. And um, I wouldn't see myself working in any of those back then. I was much more interested in tech, for example. Um, and this is why I decided to apply for Microsoft. And, um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I got accepted uh, for for uh, an internship at Microsoft um, starting in September 2014. So um, very, very, very exciting, right? Because you think, okay, God, this is really happening. I'm, I'm having an internship in, in uh, marketing at Microsoft. Uh, me, that always wanted to be a journalist, so it, it's, it's actually quite funny. Um, but yeah, so this, uh, in, in September, 2014, I, I started my internship there with a super cool, uh, manager and also super cool, um, team, uh, where I met some of my, some, some friends that I, that I keep until now. Um, and, um, I was working in uh, marketing for, uh, small and medium businesses. 
and um, it it was interesting uh, to understand how uh, like uh, small and medium uh, or basically the the companies that we were working with how they perceive Microsoft and how they um, basically how can we help them to uh, deploy the, the the solutions that Microsoft has. Uh, but to be very honest with you, I uh, got the feeling that I really wanted to um, to uh, experience or to have some experience in um, in B two C, right? I I really wanted. I, I'm I'm a person, or I like to to deal with pers with consumer directly. I, I like to understand how they think and how can we influence them directly. So I was always much more interested in B two C than B two B. So after this uh, this first year uh, doing um, uh, or working this uh, uh, small and medium businesses uh, unit in in Microsoft, um, I uh, applied for a role um, in the retail team at Microsoft, still in back in Portugal, and um, and yeah, and on my second year at Microsoft, I was working as a category manager uh, in. Um, <laughs> in in uh, in the retail team, of course, and uh, managing their accessories category, which, to be very or quite frank with you, it was kind of a, a very small category uh, that no one really uh, looked into before, and it was super cool because um, <laughs> I I really got the chance to uh, run a business, let's say, and to think of, like think create uh, on a creative way and how can we how could we grow the category and how could we build this relationship with our business partners? So it was really, really cool. Uh, to be very honest with you, I, I didn't know anything about retail back then. So it was a, a cool learning curve. And I, I had some really cool people in my, in my team uh, that really made me uh, very uncomfortable and that, <laughs> that helped me a lot to grow. Um, but once again, if you think about it, how can a like in a, in a if if life was a linear a linear thing and if if it was a straight line never ever ever would have gone from like communication sciences to working as a a category manager which is basically a sales position at Microsoft right so yeah <laughs> it's it's quite interesting uh, at least from a uh, not because it's my story but just because it proves that you can do whatever you want with your life as long as you put work and you have the willingness to do so. Um, yeah, so I worked for that uh, one year at um, at uh, Microsoft uh, on on this uh, as, uh, PC accessories category. I I was able to launch some very cool campaigns. It was super super cool. Um, and uh, on my third year, I moved to do the exact same job, so category manager, but for Surface. Uh, a bit more of a like a, a, a bigger category, let's say, let's put it that way. And uh, when I when I moved to this category, I, I'm going to be very honest, I thought, God, uh, this is, maybe it's a jump that is bigger than, than, the, than, than my legs. Uh, maybe it's it's too big. Uh, I was very, very scared. I thought, mm, I'm not sure if I can do it. Um, but it's it's cool because I learned a lot. I learned a lot like about 
uh, how to do things, how to approach things, how to communicate things. And I also had a supporter of a very cool manager, very, um, is very knowledgeable about not only business, but how to communicate, how to put things, how to analyze. I, yeah, um, I learned a lot from him um, on deep dive, um, on negotiation, etc. And uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting because it shaped the professional or my professional character, all right? Um, it was, I, I think that was the year in which I stopped being um, junior to more like developed, let's say, because I had also more pressure to deliver. This is how I see it. Um, yeah, after it was a, a year in that position, uh, there were some restru restructuring in my team at Microsoft. Um, and uh, I, uh, me and, and part of my team, we were, uh, um, yeah, made redundant, let's say it. And, um, and yeah, I, I, I got an offer to, uh, to leave Microsoft. And uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to say it was easy back then um because i thought uh, now everything was going so well i made it da, 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 i made it in life <laughs> somehow you think about these things right you think like i was very happy there um very happy like in professional terms let's say in the challenges that i was having and then i thought mm, now what uh what am i gonna do <laughs> i remember i i like when i received this news i i, I went home and i i stayed in my sofa like for two days <laughs> straight thinking oh how unfortunate la la i think that all of us need to this time to process things uh, but look now that i see it i think that it was like the universe telling me look you can do it girl uh go and still like fight for it and and, and go for your dreams you know there's something there's something uh cool out there for you to do and I'm very thankful for 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 that uh, for that moment because, yeah, you learn a lot from it. You learn a lot from. I was un unemployed for like what three months, I think, because I was also very structured on the way I was looking for it and etc. And then applying, and it was it was very cool. Um, I also had some like consulting career consulting back then, which really helped me in approaching the markets. So it was it was very nice. Um, but it, yeah, now that I think about it with some distance or some time distance from that, I think that everything happens for a reason. And uh, my reason was that um, I needed to learn a new skill set, right? Um, I, I saw this, this, uh, this change in career, like, okay, I learned, it, uh, I learned on how to do retailing on the brand side. Now, maybe I, it's, it's time for me to learn on how to do it on the retail side. And um, and that's exactly what I've what I've done. So um, I went uh, for a position as a as a how do you call it? Kind of a commercial. Uh, it was a commercial position, sales position as a as a manager of um, of uh, of a category in IT and uh, Sonai Vorten, 
which is a uh, uh, the <laughs> the one of the biggest uh, Portuguese uh, tech retailers. So every, if you, if you're Portuguese, you know this. If you're not Portuguese, uh, literally when you land in Portuguese into Portugal, you will see a Vorten in every single corner of of that country. So the the value proposition is a, of of um, of Vorten is really uh, really around like. Uh, convenience and proximity, uh, which I which I identify myself a lot with. Um, yeah, so I, I joined Vorten in October, um, and it's it it was really 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 cool to see like how. So first of all, how is is the the, the business shape to manage such a a huge park of stores, right? So how do you manage stocks? How do you deal with with the stores? Uh, how everything um, really develops in the company? But more than that, I felt I felt that everyone that works there is very very committed, and it's is it, like there's so much proud. Uh, of working for that company in 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 those people and i was very proud as well because i learned a lot i was able to explore a lot of things i had a, a super cool manager um that once again very knowledgeable about about um communication about like um how to how to negotiate is very very is a, is, a, is one of the strongest negotiators i i've i've ever met and I learned a lot from him. Um, it's it's uh, it's it's really cool. And um, yeah, it was. I had the freedom to think about new things um, that, of course, not always get implemented because, well, uh, <laughs> uh, companies have their own agenda and all of that. But uh, some of the things I I really was able to implement and to, to innovate. So and yeah, the knowledge that I that I got from there was really how to make things work on a retailer side and what are the levers that or the priorities from from a retailer point of view. And yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, and uh, at a certain point, I felt okay. Look, uh, I I it's it's time for me to go because I felt that once i was uh, i think i was 26 26 when i when i when i was in my first year in in vorten and i i always wanted to have a an international experience right and i thought oh <laughs> maybe i'm too late right oh, is is it too late to do it uh, i don't know because i don't know i i i thought uh, once again i was pulled into or I was trying to shape myself into a box or to put myself into a box um, uh, and I felt oh I'm, I'm too late to do it's too late to do that uh, so I thought I, I better do it uh, and uh, apart from that I really wanted to understand uh, I really wanted to understand how um, how e-commerce e business would develop and how could I uh, develop basically the skill set around the negotiation in e-commerce, what works in e-commerce or not, etc. Um, and I thought, well, where else can I learn about e-commerce, <laughs> right? Uh, and I thought, hmm, Amazon would be a good idea. And uh, honestly, I, I applied because I thought, why not, right? Since 
I, I don't fit. I, I thought I want to do it. I always wanted to 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 have this international experience, and the the, the most I can get is a no, and uh, you're not fit for purpose. And uh, I applied. I applied, uh, and I got uh, through the first interview, and I was like, okay. <laughs> Let's see how the next one goes. Goes, uh, and I went to the second interview, and then to the third, fourth, fifth, and eventually I got it. I got it, and it was like it, it, it's interesting because one of um, one of uh, my closest friends uh, just a few days ago he asked me, "How do you? When did you know that uh, like moving abroad was was happening? When did you know it was the right thing?" And I literally. When you get through the interviews and you start like, oh God, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. I think that from the moment I got the first email from Amazon saying you 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 got like the, the you got an interview, I thought mm -hmm, this is happening. And it, that's that's the thing about myself is that when I when I put like my my thought into something, I really I get so focused about it that eventually it ends up happening. It might not be at the first uh, like first time or it doesn't need to be it's not like i always get what i want but if i if i get it into my head it's 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 eventually going to happen um yeah and uh, so i i got a position in um in amazon uh in london and uh of course that all of the logistics of uh, moving abroad all of that uh i stopped working in a friday and i started and i and i moved to london on a monday uh as crazy as it seems uh because look i i i'm very thankful for everything important to me so i really wanted to leave it on the on the right notes um and, and i'm still a very i'm still a very huge fan <laughs> um and um and uh yeah i I, I, the, the role that I got in Amazon in London was a brand specialist, so in consumer electronics, of course, because all of my, my background uh, was in terms of industry was tech, so I was a natural fit in consumer electronics. And um, as a brand specialist, what you do is, um, is that you work with vendors uh, to help them ramp up or develop their business on Amazon. And um, so I got some very cool vendors uh, for uh, in in the TV space and uh, also projection space, um, and and my my role uh, what I what I needed to do with them was to understand okay what are you selling on Amazon how can we ramp it up etc and and really give this kind of consultancy advisory um, kind kind of uh, support to them. Um, <laughs> once again and I, I don't want you guys to think that I'm just unsatisfied it's not that I just think that when you get too comfortable in doing what you do you need to move on you need to explore something else you need to to do it because if you don't do it no one will no one else would decide it for you or do it for you and so after six months in this role in consumer electronics as a brand specialist I thought hmm maybe I should explore other industry and uh, internally, I started having some coffee chats uh, with uh, with uh, with other like hiring managers in other areas, and um, eventually I got this position in uh, um, as as brand specialist in the grocery uh, team. 
And this was exactly the switch that I wanted to have, right? I wanted to leave a bit tech behind somehow, and I wanted to, um, to explore fast-moving consumer goods. And the grocery team seemed like a really cool fit. So yeah, in, in July uh, 2019, I moved to the grocery uh, to the grocery team, uh, still as a brand specialist, and um, I got some very cool vendors uh, in the coffee uh, slash tea uh, space, um, because well, uh, as you know, England is very is is, is a huge fan of uh, of of tea apart from beer of course <laughs> and uh, and also a super cool uh, but complex uh, chocolate vendor chocolate biscuit vendor and uh, look i learned a lot <laughs> a lot not only about like fmcg but uh, i really felt that i i i i got to know like amazon inside out on those 6 months working as a brand specialist in grocery especially because i was um it was it it uh, it was in the period of uh, Q4, uh, where you have all these uh, deals activations, such as Black Friday, all of that. So it was really, really interesting from like a negotiation point of view to negotiate deals with my vendors to get them uh, up and running for for uh, Black Friday, all of that. I also understood a lot about like uh, supply chain and everything that can go wrong or right in supply chain. Um, and yeah, it, it, it was cool. Um, I somehow felt I could do it for a longer period of time, but I felt, okay, uh, I would be comfortable in doing it. Right. Because I, it's not that I knew everything back then, but I wanted to, to be a bit more challenged somehow. I wanted to have more of ownership in terms of PL, right? And I wanted to also to be more strategic from a, a, what I call the helicopter point of view. As brand specialist, I, I, I yeah, so I felt I, I needed to be challenged on a, on a different way. I wanted to have more PL ownership and um and I wanted to see, to be less focused on vendor and more focused on category, which is something that I've done before, as I, as I explained. And, um, and yeah, so there was this opportunity to work as a vendor manager uh, in the grocery team still. Um, and um, I applied for it. Um, and the difference, uh, I, I get this, uh, this question a lot. So the difference in like between a brand specialist, brand specialist and vendor manager is that the vendor manager focuses much more in the strategy for the categories, right? And there was this opportunity in the grocery team and I decided to apply. Uh, why not, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, I wanted to be as uncomfortable as I could uh, because I like that. that. That's what excites me. And um, yeah, so I got it. I joined the grocery team as a vendor manager in January 2020. So I've been doing it for a year and a few months now. Um, and I got three very interesting categories. So cereals, um, cereals, cold beverages and canned goods. And as you might imagine, uh, during COVID, uh, the COVID months, as I call it, in uh, um, April, May, June, or let's say March, April, uh, May, these categories, like they, like these were like the essential uh, goods that people wanted to have at home in case they they could never leave again. Um, so yeah, it was interesting. It was an interesting uh, uh, time to to manage. 
uh, to manage uh, supply chain and uh, the negotiations of allocation with the vendors, etc., etc., etc. But vendor manager is a very, very interesting role because you get really to work with a lot of vendors, but to lead the way, to tell them, okay, let's go left or right. Um, because a lot of the vendors that we work with, not all of them, of course, but a lot of the vendors that we work with, they really see us as like having this advisory, let's say advisory role on their way to digital. And this is like my dream job in terms of advising people on how can they shape their strategy to, to towards digital, really. I think it's, it has it has some magic to it, apart from like all the day-to-day -day business and all of that that I enjoy very much. This piece around getting a very like a small vendor, let's say, and move them to to the digital space and make this path with them. It's 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 great for me. Really, I, I really enjoyed it, or I really enjoy it. Um, yeah, so long story short, it's not short at all, but I thought I would give you some some kind of more details around it um, because I really wanted to make my point here, which is, look, if I would really believe that, oh, I studied communication, the only thing I can do is communication, I would I would never have made it here. Um, I would never have, uh, like, challenged myself or I would, I would follow just... Uh, the, 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 this uh, straight line that I was always told that I, that I should follow or that society tells you that you should follow. Um, my point here is that, honestly, uh, not everyone has uh, like the money or the funds to do so, but apart from that, the most important piece is that you have the willingness um, to go for it. And that you're aware of yourself, that you have the self-awareness of what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what you like, and most importantly, what you don't like to do. Because, yeah, if you don't know, if you don't know what you don't like to do, you are more uh, sensitive to people telling you what you should do, right? So it's really, really important to take this step back, understand who you are, and... Uh, from the moment you decide where you want to be, don't don't stop until you get it, um, because it's possible. And uh, another thing is that it's also normal and acceptable. If you don't know exactly if you want to go left or right, it's normal. Just take the time to to think about it and to try it out. Look, it's, it's there's a, a very funny thing that we. We do on Amazon, which is we always think about things uh, or decisions that we make in terms of is it a, a two-way door decision in the sense that is it uh, something that you can revert, uh, that you can try and then revert or not? Like, and, and, and to be very honest with you, I think that career-wise, it's always a two-door decision. You go for it, you try it out, you decide um, if you like it or not. It's like the, it's such a big world. Don't put yourself in boxes and try to see the beauty in between boxes because that's that's what makes you interesting, I would say. Um, so, and I, ha I had a few notes uh, around what I wanted to talk. And um, my last piece is around what can you expect of this podcast? And 
really my intention with it is not anything commercial or anything. Uh, it's really about talking or having these honest conversations about what do you want to do with your life? Or uh, it's, it's to talk about what is in between boxes. So I have a, a short list of, of, I've shortlisted a few of my friends and a few of people, of the people I work with, because I think that there's, a, there's multiple ways and very interesting ways of living your life, uh, not only like career-wise, but on a personal level. Um, and so my intention is really to bring these people to the podcast and kind of having like honest conversations with them about, okay, so you're, um, you've done this, this and that in your life. Why have you done it? And uh, really come or, or bring experience or bring experienced people and not so experienced people to the podcast to show you you that are, uh, or you that are sitting, I don't know, in your sofa or biking to work or, or lockdowning, um, that it is absolutely normal to not know what to do, to do something on the side that is completely unrelated with what you studied. That is fine. No one should be able to tell you what to do because in the end, that as I said in the beginning, you will be, you will have to be the one dealing with your choices in life. And so you have to be comfortable with it, uh, right? Um, apart from that, uh, apart from this, I don't want this uh, to bring any additional stress to anyone. Um, I want exactly the opposite. I want to show you that you don't need to be as stressed as you think <laughs> you need to be with uh, the decisions that you make in life. Um, I think that we live in, a, in an era as well that where people are super focused on uh, self-improvement and uh, development and overperforming and performance. Uh, look, um, listen, I, I, I really think that, yes, uh, you should, uh, or you, you, if you want, you, you can develop yourself, but uh, this, uh, people talking about their careers about, is a bit about, um, a bit about, like what you see on Instagram, not everything is real, right? You don't know the struggles people go through to, to make it to there. So yeah, don't, don't feel, if you feel stressed about listening to, to this or uh, because you think you're falling behind, it's nothing like that. It's, it's more about like everyone has their own pace. Everyone has their own age to do things. Not all of us are going to be like super high performers or not all of us are, and that's fine because not everyone needs to be the same, and that's the beauty in life. Um, last but not least, uh, as you might have noticed, this, this podcast will be, uh, or this first episode is, is in English, uh, because I was debating with myself, being a Portuguese girl, if I should be, if I should be doing it in, in Portuguese. But look, I think that that, that would uh, left out a lot of my uh, non-Portuguese friends, and I wanted to make sure that they would be included. And um, don't worry, if you would be interested in coming in my podcast and you're not that comfortable with, uh, with English, we can make it in Portuguese. Don't worry. So apologies in advance for my non-Portuguese speaking friends. Uh, but well, I prefer to, to do it in the language that people are comfortable to, to discuss it about because I think there's a lot captured in the way you express yourself or in the language that you express yourself. Um, and yeah, I, I want to make sure that this is 
it's just a space, a safe space where people can, I don't know, talk about what they are interested in and uh, the story of their lives. Because I, I, I love talking to people and understanding what motivates them because I think there's always something, <laughs> right? There's always a reason why people are the way they are. And, uh, and that's the beauty in life, really. Uh, so yeah, don't stress out too much about, yeah, about what you're going to do next. Uh, life happens so quick that, yeah, you just need to enjoy the ride and make sure that you're, you're doing what's right for yourself. And that's it, guys. Thanks so much for listening and for joining me in this journey. And uh, make sure that you subscribe uh, to my podcast to stay tuned for my next episode in, in which I'll have my first guest. I'm very excited about it. Have a very, very nice day.